welcome back to Privilege Check, a podcast where two girls from different backgrounds come together to unveil the reality of modern society. I'm Lovelyne. And I'm Shivang. For this podcast, you want to reach out to the privilege. You already know you are because you have access to this podcast. And teach them the one-on-ones of how to not be a privilege breaker. In this episode, we discuss the one privilege that despite being the most blatant, is completely ignored. Privilege number 18, pretty privilege. Before we get on with the episode, I know you guys must be wondering what even does being pretty have to do, have got to do with anything in fact. Before you hit me with the beauty is in the eye of the beholder or colors, TV, um, pe- pretty people have problems bullshit, listen to the episode, all right? And before we move on to the other details, Shivangi would like to share an anecdote that proves being pretty can get you places in life. Exactly. Like, uh, can we just talk about uh, the fact that I was just 14 or 13 years, by the way. And this was like uh, a thing that happened to us in school. We had this thing uh, that, you know, at the end of like every school year, which is like a 10th grade or like a 12th grade, there would be this competition and people would be awarded like different uh different titles or whatever so like if somebody's a great singer they're going to be awarded like the nightingale or whatever and stuff like that okay and then there was this like this uh one like position that was called uh like the princess school princess award and whatnot and uh i remember one of my friends one of my closest friends was like the strongest contenders for this award because uh, she had not not only like great academics, but like um, she had she was like uh, in the school council. She had like great extracurriculars. She had a great rapport with teachers, and she was like she had a pretty strong uh, foundation in the school, if you could say that. And I remember everybody expected her to win. And. Uh, these awards are like given out on the day of the farewell. So everybody expected like her uh, to win. But what ended up happening is that she didn't win. And uh, it wouldn't have hurt, except that they gave it to somebody uh, who's conventionally pretty, who has no achievements whatsoever, and who even got voted into the school council uh, because because they were popular by virtue of like the wealth they had associated to them. So that's like that's like how they uh, got into the school council. It was like the sole achievement and then they won like the award. And then my friend didn't win it because it would ruin the aesthetic of the picture if that is like um, any kind of reason. But I was like 13 or 14 years and to think that you have to realize that this world is only going to reward people who are conventionally pretty, no matter how many achievements you have, made me feel some sort of way because I've never been associated with what is considered to be conventionally pretty or like whatever. So like I've never been the one to associate with that. I always think my brain is my biggest skill set and not my face. So that's the way I operate and to be reminded that well, the world doesn't operate like that. 
was pretty shocking and i didn't think too much of it until like lavlin and i started talking about you know pretty privilege like a few months ago and this episode was like long due in the making but i didn't think we ever like consolidated our thoughts well enough for this to be a full length episode until like today but this is like a thing i realize is actually a privilege and not just you know a random occurrence or something firstly i'm pretty shocked that your school even had something called a princess award if i'm not wrong okay yeah. but now that it and um, the audacity to actually go ahead with that because my school really didn't bother about all of these things they were like yeah just fight amongst yourselves and deem somebody to be popular that's amongst you all we are not taking a stand for it uh, but yeah seems seems like you were in a worse rut anyway now that we are talking about princesses can we do you understand that every princess ever is supposed to be pretty for some reason it's just you can't possibly be ugly you can't possibly be uh your, nothing else matters as long as you're pretty so everything is going to work out for you if you are pretty yeah so like i don't understand i think that's like again one of my biggest problems that we covered like in disney as well these women are always So this is convention to being beautiful, right? It basically has become a characteristic of what sells. Like if you are sellable or not, it's not about just about being, you know, having the right features, but whether you're sellable. And like I hate to bring the influencer culture here because I'm sure somewhere, somewhere deep down there, some influencer influencer has some skills and this is not busy. i'm backing on the path to look like every other kardashian i'm sure there's something there but it's also again gives into like the entire pretty privilege concept because what gets you likes guys <laughs> let's be honest let's break it down it's not being witty it's not being like super intelligent or whatever that's still a subculture meme is like still a subculture it's being pretty the fastest way to grow And I think we've seen this. Like the fastest way to grow is just to show your face. And if you're ugly, then you land up in the boat that privilege check is at. Uh, but if you're pretty, you might just become one of those podcasts that get featured on Spotify podcasts. And I don't want to like you know like reduce somebody's existence and just blame it on like their face. But come on, that is a factor. And I think it's dumb that we don't talk about it as often because it really is. factor and i'm sick of seeing every successful person being associated with like beauty like it's something as simple as fiction if you've ever seen like a love story between a rich girl rich man and a poor girl why is the rich man always good looking why can't he be ugly but why smart? is the poor girl always good looking yeah poor people are not like i'm sorry i, I mean poor <laughs> people who look good are just Lucky. That's not what I meant, but I just meant to say that. Hey, why does everybody always have to be good looking? Why does why everybody does have, to be, have to have a jawline? Yeah. And why is there like the standardized definition of beauty? Like that's what I'm sick yeah. of. Why can't we just like 
love personalities i don't know i sound so philosophical here yeah. and, and for everybody who also says that hey personality matters more than beauty it doesn't make sense because you are already trying to judge someone's personality depending on how they look you're already thinking of things like hey this looks like a certain sort of a person or this looks this person looks like they're going to be somebody who's great to talk to or uh, somebody who's great to whatever blah 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 right so you're already associating them with their looks and i know a lot of people who are conventionally pretty say that they have this issue of people minimizing them to their looks or minimizing them to their appearance but come on man you are getting the better you're getting the longer part of the stick so i don't know i just i i think pretty privilege evidently exists and uh, at least for the larger part of the population i'm just annoyed with the standardization <laughs> of beauty yeah. i just don't like it i don't like how and i think like nationwide it's more about you know looking uh you know looking fair and having small features and what not and even globally but like you know consider features that indians consider pretty like long noses and what not indians consider that like you know loki attractive in women but when you look globally people brown people who live overseas they've said that their nose has been made fun of by european standards so i hate yeah, how yeah. there are these standards for beauty and what not it's so debilitating and it's absolutely it's just not like it just sucks man and because it happens at such a young age like it just doesn't go from like when you're at an age where you understand that you're more than just like you know your face it happens like when you're a small child yeah. right you're told whether yeah. you look pretty or not that's like the thing when, whether you be you know attractive or not based on your weight or whatever so it's and, and also actually for talking about pretty privilege let me just talk about weight loss cuz that shit pisses me off i am so annoyed with weight loss transformations on like these uh, instagram and youtube platforms or whatever it's not that easy i'm sorry people don't just lose weight overnight and like i'm sick of those get abs in 15 days or whatever cuz that basically is so unhealthy first of all a second of all everybody's metabolism is different so your version of fat uh, your version of weight loss is not really everybody's version of weight loss my third problem with this is that you know people consider there's this old metric we use that if your height if you if you if you're a certain height you should be a certain weight and that's so dumb because you realize growing up that the bone density of every person differs so your weight some somebody weighing the same like you know figure as you may not have like the same bone density as you so they may not have as much fat as you have on your body yeah you've said a lot in like one breath yeah um to let's uh, use the technique i always do and break down everything you said and give my response i don't even remember so, what i said but good luck yep uh, i know what i need to pick on um yeah to to begin with when you speak about how children are engulfed into the beauty industry right and i'm not just talking uh that was something i wanted to cover but now that you bring that up so early on into the episode um you see how 
it's not just uh, parents telling the kids that hey you look pretty or you don't look pretty it's also the kids if you see them you tend to they you they'll tend to ask you hey do i look pretty do i look nice and that's all that matters to them to a point right and uh, they'll think they'll try to wear prettier dresses and they'll try to show that off and that that is something that i have at least seen and a lot of it also comes from the media that they consume like for example yeah. me um growing up i watched so much bollywood so much bollywood and for me it was hey that's the standard that's what pretty is or i i telling you you would have met and actually pick up any tiny girl that you no and ask her what she wants to be and at least some point in her life she will say she wants to be miss india she wants to be Forget miss world forget that we knew what size 0 was even before knowing yeah, what fitness absolutely. is absolutely before even knowing absolutely. what weight we were supposed to be for our height yeah. we knew what size 0 and what kareena kapoor stood for exactly. we knew how much lorex yeah. absolutely there is no way anybody at least our age who has grown up not knowing that or not thinking that they want to grow up and look a certain way like when you ask at least if you would have asked anybody from our gen like 2000 babies 2000 2001 early 2000 babies what do you want to be when you grow up if you say, ask them hey how do you picture yourself when you grow up they're always thinking about how they look they're always thinking that hey i'm going to be really tall and i'm going to be really fair like this baby is from south india this baby parents are hella dusky and they they're tanned okay and this baby wants to grow up and be tall and fair kya tum i don't know how you are going to transport yourself into a north indian's body okay so but yeah that's the conventional standard like hey you need to be tall you need to be slim and you need to be fair and that's what it is and it's messed up it's genuinely messed up because there is no possible way that everybody in the world can fit into that one mold there is no possible way just like you would say that hey everybody's personality is different this is different as well you're not going to look like uh, you're not going to look like a kardashian if you're born in india at least like there is no natural possible way that you can do that and hey i'm not saying that uh, just because you're pretty you're a bad person or we're not saying that we're just saying that you do get an edge over everybody else also the whole entire thing about pageants for babies like maybe there's a not there's there's a not a huge culture of pageants in india specifically but we have dance see, dance whatever that thing is exactly whatever i was exactly coming to things like that you know even if you don't look at reality tv shows shivangi like there also you are giving some importance to talent right go to school when you are like in kindergarten and they want to put you in some play or they want to place you for some uh, uh, some function in school like koi dance or and they want to place the kids they're going to place the prettier kids ahead okay it's by law it's given center stage is for pretty kids yeah and that's what you grow up with so how is somebody not supposed to want to be pretty how is somebody not sup- how is somebody going to be comfortable in who they are or the way they look at least it's crushed in childhood itself yeah
the second thing that you covered do you want to say something before i go there no nothing yeah <laughs> the second thing that you covered okay i forgot the second thing you covered i thought i had this but i don't something you said towards the end and i absolutely have Weight forgotten loss. what you said yes yes wait how how do how do i forget this yeah <laughs> out of everybody like, it's um, like your entire trauma is based up on weight yeah, loss how can you exactly. forget weight loss hmm. the problem with um being associated with a number on the weight scale being associated with your weight is that um people who are thin are deemed to be pretty and people who are fat are deemed to be ugly it's as simple as that i don't think that there's a more efficient way to say it or uh, or better words to say this to put this across because that's what it is and if you are it's not even features at a point it's just how much you weigh do you look thin enough or do you or are you fat fat is associated with ugly and that's where the problem lies and um, adding on to that fat is always supposed even though in india you would call it healthy fat is always associated with unhealthy people people who are eating too much or people who are lazy or something like that it's never associated with your health issues or with your metabolism or anything like that sort it's like hey you're fat you're ugly and you don't deserve a life and that's what people are associated with that's what your entire life at a point begins to revolve around um i don't know how many people must have watched pitch perfect but the character fat amy she just i always thought how fat amy comes but if you realize fat amy started calling herself fat amy it's not that anybody else gave her the name at least the character she started calling herself fat amy because she was like hey everybody is going to associate me by being fat anyway so hey here's my name might as well go by it right and she's bomb she's bomb she is an amazing it's like a well written character as well like she's got some kicks okay um although like i don't know about pitch perfect how great the movie overall is but uh, she's got some kicks her entire character revolves around being fat and every other movie as well like for example when the same actress i keep forgetting her name but when the same actor uh, actress did this movie uh, called isn't isn't it romantic isn't she romantic or something like that sort isn't it romantic i think that's the one rebel she, her character huh it doesn't about fat amy right yeah rebel wilson that's the actress yes 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 um her characters always revolve around her being fat so it's always that hey this is a fat person not hey this is a smart person hey this is a person who's good at sports hey this is a person who is whatever hey this is a fat person that's what it starts revolving around and that is where the problem lies oh yeah i don't <laughs> I think we're just going to alternate into giving uh, massive speeches at this point. Yeah, nothing connected whatsoever, and then we'll just be yeah. like, hey, "That was in response to whatever you said." But I'm just going to make a completely yeah. new point and all that. Yeah, man. Uh, but I agree. I think, but I also think at the same time, there's like this. Uh, but that's not a topic for today. So I'm just going to leave that. But I feel like, uh, like your first point about media, right? Like. 
like i spoke about how media shapes most of what we believe is like right and wrong in the world right and at some point it also ends up being like what we consider what we consider like uh what we consider to be um justified for our existence like i i don't know how to frame it but like we start feeling you know like when media feeds these things like you know if you're not this and you're not pretty if you're not that then you're not pretty and nobody will accept you we start trying to correct ourselves which is like really dumb to be done at such a young age and that leads to like a lot of mental disorders not just like anorexia and bulimia or whatever or self harm or whatever but it also leads to like really toxic thought patterns that are very difficult to get rid of even till your adulthood so like i i know it this this problem seems like unlike all of our other episodes there's always a solution to like everything we talk about right we like government ko ye karna chahiye wo karna chahiye there's always something we have in mind when we talk about these things but like pretty privilege i don't know how much can be changed to you know like reform the perception but it is true media does have a very big role to play for example can we talk about that movie uh mehuna i think that's like one of again classic movies shahrukh khan and Shahrukh Khan is playing like this army personnel or something, and he helps like Sanju, who's like this super tomboyish girl. Even though I hate to use the word, she's like a tomboyish girl, and she's like crushing uh, over this other dude, Lucky, I think. But Lucky doesn't see her because Lucky doesn't see Sanjana as a woman because she doesn't dress like a woman. And and oh my god, I love I love this movie because they like. uh what we're going to do is we're going to make sanjana dress up as a woman then we're gonna, then we're going to make lucky fall in love with her because of course lucky is looking for you know a visual representation of what lies underneath the clothes rather than what lies underneath the skull so he is like more interested in that and i am so annoyed by this i was so entranced by this when i watched it as a kid but like now that i look back at it you realize how toxic it is cuz first of all as somebody who has been a victim of glow ups glow ups don't happen overnight okay first of all and they're not that easy second of all why does a girl need to change herself look like the conventional uh who was the teacher mehuna he was uh so sushmita sen they don't have to look like sushmita sen in order to you know be reminded that they're worth being loved i hate it i hate this entire social and that bollywood transformation that they do and mehuna did it and i mehuna pissed me off i loved sanju as she was but this was really annoying um i grew up with mehuna okay and mehuna seems to be like the movie it was a great movie just saying it was a great movie but it had so many problems entrenched in it and personally i loved sanju's outfit pre transformation okay i loved it <laughs> but somehow the necessity was that hey you know what she looks the same okay but just because she wears different clothes um 
it's going to make her look prettier which again brings us back to hey what is conventionally pretty that she could she has the same features she has the same hair but you know you're just going to change i don't know what like make her curly hair go to straight so that she fits into the conventional standard of pretty just the hair right this whole beauty transformation thing but they have the whole deal of removing the chashma and putting on uh, uh, on changing the hair and uh, putting on some makeup and then you are suddenly pretty like i don't see the difference but yes it's like i don't know it's like a superman transformation <laughs> like chashma nikal diya whole new person right um but yeah that's what happens like even yejawani haldiwani for that matter everybody fawns over the movie right and other random anecdote from my childhood when i used to have specs as a kid and uh, i remember being prescribed spectacles and i refused to wear them i was similar story actually yeah like i just I refused to, to wear them because i wouldn't look great Same. I didn't go to the eye doctor for like two years, even though I noticed that I can't see properly because <laughs> I didn't want to wear, you know, like glasses yeah. to reduce, like you know, exactly. reduce my face uh, quality. Exactly. Just dumb. I so, basically went. I basically was okay with being blind, but not looking same. ugly. Same. Literally the same exact same thing because I was always told that hey. if you are wearing glasses you are not pretty you are not um you are not uh, beautiful you are you are ugly okay you can't wear glasses and look pretty there's no way that that's possible and for me the priority was definitely being pretty and um, an other joke especially was which is not related to this but i kept thinking that the glasses they would prescribe would be exactly the round glasses that they would give to check your eye with like to check your eye i don't know what it's called where they they have the detachable glasses yeah, no, no, no 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 the detachable glasses they have this frame the frame of the spectacles and they have detachable glasses to check which is the number you need to. i know i don't so know what it's see. called yeah. i'm just saying it's a yeah. eye machine yeah whatever that thing um yeah so i thought that that's the exact spectacle i would be getting and for me of course being prettier was a bigger priority than being um, smart or being uh, or not being blind actually like i would definitely choose pretty over blind any day yeah insane priorities i i i think and it's kind of crazy cuz like oh, it's kind of crazy cuz at the same time we think that you know because we are aware of whatever caused like all of these things we would it would somehow have like stopped or whatever cuz people our age people who grew up with content that we grew up with are now handling content so you would think that it would have changed But like yesterday or like day before yesterday only, I was watching. Uh, I wasn't exactly watching. I was walking and I had the TV on in the background because I like noise when I'm walking. And uh, I had like and colors is like the default channel, right? So it was just on, and I was just like not even paying attention until this show came on, which is called like Pinjara Khub Surti Ka. 
I am not oh a fan of Oh my god, do not even. Come on, yeah. Shivangi. <laughs> Have you watched it? <laughs> Let's not, please go on. I don't want to get myself started. Yeah. So I watched that like show and I was like really distracted by it, which never happened. Because <laughs> I don't, I didn't think colors could ever produce something that could grasp my attention. But it did. Pinjara Khubsurati did. Not because it's a phenomenal show by any standards. It's the message that it's trying to send is like crazy. Anyways, so Pinjara uh, Khubsurati is about like this beautiful woman. Okay, I don't even remember her name, but she's this beautiful woman. And she all her life, you know, people just don't really pay attention to her efforts, to her skill set. They just, you know, consider how beautiful she is and they just like take her for granted. She gets all of these positions because she's pretty and whatnot. And so she's really annoyed by it. She's like, oh my God, I'm so annoyed. Nobody like takes me seriously. They just look at my face and I get every opportunity. And so what happens is she's desperately looking for like a man who would like tell her, you know, that she's more than her face. And then she meets this abusive guy to get into a marriage. They have the baby, but the boy gets mad at her. Uh, he's like, oh, I don't want your pretty face to be, you know, uh, shown to the world. So I'll lock you in the cage. So she's kept in a pinjra, therefore the name. And um, the pinjra signifies, you know, caging her beauty. So <laughs> I can't even continue, man. I can't believe people really like, sit around the table and come up with concepts like this. But uh, the entire thing is this. And it's like, he she escapes the pinjra, and, but he doesn't like take the baby or whatever. Anyways, the entire show till now is about, you know, her redeeming herself. Because she's like, she's a mission in life. And that is to prove that her beauty, she has more to offer to this world than beauty. Can you imagine, uh, oh, sorry, were you saying something? Nothing. I'm just saying, can you imagine somebody's biggest problem in the day being that, oh my God, I'm too damn pretty for the world? Yeah, exactly what I was going to say as well. Can you literally think that this, they've taken a privilege and turned it into a problem. Like my problem is that I get things easily. My problem, my problem is that things are easier for me just by virtue of my existence. But that's exactly what I was talking about in the intro as well. I don't want people coming at us and saying that, hey, pretty people have problems too. I'm sure they do, right? I'm sure that, like, for example, again, a, an iconic Colors TV show, which I tried to Google and find the name of, but I didn't get it. But um, it was about this young kid uh, whose mother was working, whose mother was working in a on a construction site, and she would literally cover her baby, her young girl, with like coal and dirt and all of that. Right? She would literally cover her with it. Why? Because she was too pretty. So just because the child was too pretty, she didn't want her child to like be nazar nalage and people shouldn't take advantage of her beauty and all of that. So she would literally cloak her child in dirt. Which also brings us to how racist this entire phenomena is that 
hey if you're fair you're pretty and if you're dark you're ugly it's as simple as that which again ties in with the thing that shivangi was talking about this standard that is created of beauty also yeah. like have you, if you ever think about marriages like just a random passing thought that if you think about marriages and how people would ask somebody who's pretty how are you not married yet or how are you or if somebody who's pretty and they're not I getting know. a job but how are you not getting a job how are you like like by just because you are pretty you are supposed to have everything in the world mapped out for you you know right? i love you know exclude the fact that there's something called a personality that can be oh. incompatible nahi nahi if you are beauty by european standards that too and that's also something you know i feel like social media i don't know if it's social media or if it's like just liberalization but there's i feel like even indians are uh, looked up you know uh, what do you say i feel like indians are also supposed to give in to european beauty standards i feel like i don't know what's happened but that's also kind of ruining what is considered to be indian pretty at the same time i don't know if that's like a valid point but like yeah i just don't understand why there's so no. much pressure on hmm beauty. it is definitely a valid point and it definitely is um something that absolutely makes sense um i, I was reading this somewhere that a lot of the reason that indians prefer european standards of beauty or prefer um fa- let's say things like fair skin petite body all of that is because they have this colonizers complex right that um because of years of colonization they were led to believe that hey they are better than us and uh, the Re- europeans or like uh the westerners essentially are better than us they're better looking and they're better um they're just they're just better in general okay and that led and that seeped into the minds of the indians and we weren't able to get over it for i don't know i think three generations now so yeah that is one of the reasons but it also comes from the kind of media we consume it definitely it does um not just social media but in general a lot like for example a lot of the kids these days would be engaging with um okay i have to be very specific about this if you see a lot of the kids who look at k pop per se specifically at this point of time um and you'll see all this all all of these guys who have their hair uh dyed or they have their hair bleached with like really cheap bleach and uh, they have their hair cut in a particular manner and it doesn't look good it looks like tere naam okay it doesn't look like a member from a kpop band it looks like tere naam and it looks really bad because our hair is not meant to be that indian hair does not have that texture indian hair does not flow like that and neither can it like and neither can it stand uh, that many chemicals per se right but that's not what they get they try to imitate all of this and it looks so bad uh for even uh, if you think about um let's say like people my 
like people our age like 19 20 year olds we were so influenced by so many boy bands or girl bands for that matter that everything we wear has turned into something that they would wear right like for example um one direction let's say that a lot of the people try to imitate the kind of clothes they wear or the kind of hair they carry the number of guys growing their hair out at this point is unreal so all of that comes from that because we've been we've been looking at we've been consuming that media and led to believe that it's so much better than our media and it's so much better uh, in general they look better we're led to believe that hey that is what you need to be that is what is the best thing out there like dilji uh, diljeet dosanjh i he he fawns over kylie jenner they probably can't hold a conversation okay he fawns <laughs> over kylie jenner and that's so funny to me you know what this reminds me of i feel is kind of dumb of us to talk about pretty privilege and not talk about ananya pandey that oh my god a mask everything in a career just because she looks like you know uh no shivangi i i have to disagree it's not just because she's pretty it's also because she's the daughter of a famous or a fairly famous bollywood actor okay his father is not yeah i don't agree with the entire argument of ananya pandey ka nepotism cuz like the father was not that father was not a bachchan or a khan or whatever like yeah but yeah. he is see i think that's the that's the belief that hey it's only the bachchans or the khans who are going to get away with this but no uh i think just by the fact of having contacts in yeah Bollywood, definitely see, like she gets to yeah, attend she, all these parties and she yeah, made like connections and what not that's exactly, sure. but working becomes way easier at this point but she wouldn't and, even be approachable if she wasn't pretty and yeah. i feel like say so yeah, i feel like it's i feel like it's more about her being a face that the young india wants to be like hmm. rather than you know uh her getting into the industry because her father pushed her into it or whatever because that's mm-hmm. the argument i have heard mostly but also her being pretty is so much easier right definitely uh, she's probably like trained and all of that since a young age if you yeah. think about it like if you look at chunky pande individually and bhavna pande individually how how did ananya pande become ananya pande i, I mean even shraddha kapoor if you look at that yeah They don't have. They don't look like. How does Shakti Kapoor produce a Shraddha Kapoor? Yeah. You know, in Bollywood, actually, the only real um, set of parents and children I see is Johnny Liver. Like Johnny Liver's. I was going uh, to say Shankar. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, yeah, that makes sense too. but genuinely like Johnny Lever's kids look exactly like him okay yeah. so that's that i think shahrukh khan as well um there was one more oh even this sara ali khan looks a lot like her mom she does she looks a lot yeah. like her mom exactly like her but like you look at saif ali khan and you look at amrita sen and you i think it's amrita sen right sara ali khan's mom i don't know no it's amrita but, kapoor right it's i think i think whatever amrita you look at her parents yeah 
यू लुक एट हर पेरेंट्स एंड देन यू लुक एट हर यू फील लाइक ये इनके बच्चे हो सकते हैं जस्ट लुक एट अनन्या पांडे एंड लुक एट श्रद्धा कपूर हाउ डज दैट हैपन आई नीड टू नो या इवन फॉर दैट मैटर आलिया भट्ट आई थिंक डजंट लुक लाइक हर पेरेंट्स एट ऑल या वो भी है they just have like anyways, great i don't know what it is but anyways uh yeah we've diverted uh, from the topic was, like yeah. what i wanted to say was that uh, yeah ananya pandey definitely and another thing that comes into critics research and basically standardization of beauty is reels versus tiktoks like everybody who's on reels is rich and by that virtue pretty and yeah. everybody who was on tiktok uh tiktok was a more like inclusive platform you could be anybody to be on tiktok and make it big so it didn't matter if your beauty like uh if your beauty level was something that you know ananya pandey wouldn't even look twice at then that's like a whole different thing but tiktok it didn't matter and i think you know what no actually even on tiktok algorithm actually Works in the basis of who's more pretty. I don't know how these science software engineers do it, but I, this happens way too often on TikTok. Like there's this entire case, right? That uh, every every trend on TikTok that has been popularized, it has been created by a black artist, but because a white artist was a conventional beauty norm performed. Oh, yes. What? No, I was. I didn't realize my mic was unmuted, and I was agreeing with you because I I remember seeing this trend on Reels actually recently. I wasn't big on TikTok, so I re- saw this trend on Reels. There's this particular West Side Killer wala dance that people are doing, right? There are so many white people doing that, and I feel I don't know, man. I just feel like black people did it better, and I'm I like it like. I liked watching it when black people were doing it, but now it's completely taken over by white people, and I absolutely yeah. hate it. This is like reverse racism or something like yeah. that. Yeah, it doesn't but, exist according to Twitter, so you can't say anything <laughs> wrong when you say white people suck. So according yeah. to Twitter High Court, you are. Fine. But it doesn't matter to white people if I say white people suck, right? Unka no, kya it matters hai? to them. Hello, there's an entire Karen subculture there. Yeah, well. <laughs> Okay, maybe it matters to them. Yeah. Come on, they've ruined our entire existence. Let them have some mental drama. It's okay. Yeah, Britishers have ruined our existence. Americans were ruined yeah, by Britishers. So yeah. they're like. But yeah, the entire TikTok reels is just a class distinction. It's a class hierarchy. Actually, it again shows that, and it again. about beauty and talking about beauty and wealth you know i think it's a big thing online that people who are as soon as you get wealth you start looking conventionally pretty like wealth can turn any chokra into like a <laughs> man <laughs> like i feel like it is a very very weird term but i feel like yeah it can just turn you into this celebrity look alike yeah Absolutely, I mean, Botox exists for this entire reason. But I was also thinking, um, how how does this 
happen like how do you get well and you suddenly start looking amazing how is that even possible right it's, it it's, shouldn't it's, be or like yeah. people or like people who are born rich kids who are born into wealth how are yeah. they so pretty like yeah. unke chehre pe jhalakta hai it's not like they're wearing a highlighter it's like yeah. richness is flowing through their body you can tell yeah. when someone is rich not not just because of their clothes or whatever you can just say by their face that they're rich yeah baba you can as you can say from my face that i am like ekdam middle class yeah okay yeah. you can just tell you, you look at tell. us and you can tell that hey if a chavani drops you can bet these two idiots are going to relay race uh, to wherever it is yeah we <laughs> we're like the people you know uh, you know this uh it was a running gag in some cartoons where a coin would drop and the person would keep running behind the coin and the coin is rolling 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 and it goes into a yeah. uh, gutter feel that yeah gutter i don't mind a gutter as long as i can get like some money to eat a vada pav like <laughs> my mentality works like that <laughs> but yeah especially i don't i still don't understand how can it's everybody every rich person i've not seen a single ugly rich person i've seen fat rich people but not ugly rich people yeah i think but shivangi wait this is again the whole idea that thin is pretty getting seeped into our uh, mindset right because yeah. they're thin they might not essentially be pretty but they're thin and they can afford good makeup that makes their face look better and and also so we can afford let's just face it okay rich people do get work done on their face yeah okay yeah. so is that they can no, afford i'm also talking about people who haven't gotten work done on themselves like people who are younger like maybe 16 year olds who I haven't know. gotten done this still look pretty right but that's because they're thin because they get the training done they're not getting fat in the main in the main in in the what they're just not getting fat okay that's what i'm saying they're not getting no, fat I so know. we think okay they're pretty yeah i know this one girl who's rich and mm-hmm. uh, i remember as soon as she turned 12 okay her mother started ha- getting her on the strict diet because you gain weight during puberty right it's it's a thing you get hormones you eat like everything and you just feel like you just want to gain weight and what so uh, you gain weight as such as her mother put her on a strict diet ever since, ever since she turned 12 uh, but it didn't work out for like the girl because the girl obviously overate and whatever and now she's like not she's not like doing her best right now mentally or like you know academically or whatever but this is like what rich people do right they start looking making because rich mamas don't have work to do i mean like housework to do if they're homemakers and they have time to look after like the child and whether they're going to look like ananya pandey when they grow up or not so yeah exactly so i think it's just that they really start this entire glow up forced glow up thing really early in the day that makes a lot of sense actually it answers a lot of our questions that hey there's time and efforts being invested and money being invested into them 
to make them look pretty by conventional standards um i can't okay so i watched bollywood uh, fabulous lives of bollywood wives right and uh, i can't remember who it was but there was this set of parents who took their kid to labol in france and i just kept thinking damn that's expensive man and everybody keeps talking against this whole thing of putting a girl into the market or like hey this is a marriageable age for her and all of that but things like labol still exist and what's going on there it's just a showcase of pretty girls it's a showcase of rich pretty girls and how how on earth is that not oppressive just because they're donating money to some cause how does the whole thing like you could just give money to a cause and not parade your girl around and it would still go to the cause right yeah i think you know i think it's like fair to say that when the rich do it it's fine when the poor do it it's yeah a social evil of them hmm that's an whole that's a whole thing man yeah i don't want to get into that so let's just like i think we've said our piece for today's episode but yeah, like we've said a lot yeah we've like left our listeners sorry it does not encompass encompass it does not gather everything that we are mad about because all the all the levels that we are mad at but it does mean something yeah exactly so like uh, i'm sure we've left our listeners with like a lot of things to think about and i'm really i really hope when you guys like continue with your lives you can point out the things that we've pointed out and you can like live in a better world but for today this is the end thank you for listening to privilege check podcast if you like this episode then please leave a review on apple podcast or wherever you get your podcast don't forget to follow us on our socials which is instagram facebook linkedin and twitter um, which is at privilege check that's p r i v i l e g e c h k your stone enlightened life